host, Harla Nivens. Hi, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Our show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can go to loveministriesbills.org. You can find out all of the great information about Love Ministries, how to get your child involved with what we are doing, or how you can volunteer with Love Ministries. You can also head to my website, carlanivens.com, K-A-R-L-A-N-I-V-E-N-S.com. Has all of the things that are going on in my life during this season that the Lord has me in um, at carlanivens.com. Well, normally on the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show or the Every Heart, Every Woman show, I have a guest, but there are certain times when I really feel like there are some things that I would love to share. Um, and today is one of those days. So I really hope what I share blesses you and, and is helpful to you and touches your heart. I want to share about um, self-confidence. I have, are just, I am just living through this season where I really had to be my own investigator. There are times when you have to um, say, you know, I need to sit down, evaluate where I am, evaluate my heart, evaluate um, my mental state and see if there are some things that I really want to work on or really want to improve. And I came to um, this revelation of Carla, look at, take a look at your self-confidence. A lot of times people who are driven and who are doing a lot of things, they're, um, blessing other people's lives sometimes don't have all of the tools that they need in their toolbox to have the proper self-confidence. When I started looking up in the dictionary, what self-confidence means, I found this, um, this definition, a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. So I thought, you know what, Carla, um, take a look and see if there are any negative thoughts that are standing in the way of you having um, just this tenacity and this go, go after it feeling um, about you know, your abilities and the qualities and the things that God has put inside of you and the person that God wants you to be. And I really found that I had some work to do. There were some negative thoughts standing in my way. Um, and there were, you know, there were some things that seemed impossible for me to achieve. And what I love about the word impossible is if you erase those first two letters, if you erase the I and the M, possible is still there. So what are the things that I needed to um, investigate within me? The things, the negative thoughts that were standing in the way, standing in my head that were uh, keeping me from being everything that God called me to be. Well, I started thinking, well, let me do some, you know, some, some, some background work here. 
What are some of the things that go into building this great self-confidence, the confidence in uh, the abilities that God has given me? has given me. And I thought one of the things that I discovered when I did um, this, you know, this kind of research, I found that people who are truly, truly, truly self-confident, they perform at um, their highest and their best. And they don't have this, this time where they um, waste time or or they waste their efforts worrying if they are good enough. They are able to throw all of their time and all of their efforts and all of their energy into performing at the highest level. I honestly just you know, found that there was some fear and there was some self-doubt and there were some things really standing in the way of me um, always performing at my highest and best. There were some times where I just got scared. I remember this one time when a friend of mine introduced me to um, a, a female minister, and I won't say her name because everybody will know her. You all, you would know her. Um, but a friend of mine introduced me to her and I thought, oh my goodness, I don't know if I can say something intelligent. I don't know if I should be in this room, you know, with this person. And it was really funny that when my friend introduced me to this person and she's a household name, she knew me. She was like, oh, Carla Nivens. I finally get to meet Carla Nivens. And y'all, man, I cowered out. Like I did not present my best self. I didn't step up you know, to the plate and, you know, say, Hey, you know, I'm, it's great to meet you too. Um, I, this is, these are the things that I love about your ministry. You know, can we hook up and talk and I can learn from you. I didn't do all of the things that I thought that I would do when I was in this person's presence. I didn't, um, I, I allowed just this fear and, and this, um, this self-doubt stand in the way of me making this connection um, that I would have truly enjoyed having. Now, you know how the Lord is, you know, he will bring situations back around. So I don't really feel like I lost out. I'm sure there will be another time. And she and I will probably laugh about the first time that we met. And I, I couldn't even get my words together to say anything intelligent to her. I'm sure we'll have a good laugh about it, but you know, um, we we have to investigate those things like that's just not something that that just happened and I should step over it and keep going. There's some things to investigate there. What's going on in my mind and in my heart that allow these um, this this fear, you know, to creep in. The other thing is that people that have, you know, this great sense of self-confidence, they know when to walk away from. Um, relationships or situations that aren't healthy. You know, there, there have been times in my life where I have overextended and bend, you know, what they say, bend over backwards, you know, for someone and go behind and straighten up for someone. And it left me in 
in, in a situation where my gifts and my graces were muted because I was always trying to clean up for the other person. And I was always trying to make sure that the other person had um, what, they, what they needed. And that's just not really how the Lord would have healthy relationships work. Everyone in the relationships should feel happy and whole and seen and heard. And um, everyone should have the opportunity to use their gifts to the highest and best that they can do. If you're always muting yourself, if you're always cleaning up for someone else, then check that self-confidence level. I had to do that to say, you know, I need to be able to choose myself in situations. I need to be able to have the self-confidence to say, this isn't a healthy relationship. I should walk away and, and try something different. That leads me to the next thing that people who really have this great um, self-confidence level, they can try new things and they can, you know, go out and, and mess up and, and say, you know, it's okay that I tried something new and it didn't work out the way I wanted to. I'll just try something else. It, if you're in a situation where you're stopping yourself and you're saying, instead of me trying something new, instead of me stepping out and seeing, um, the, seeing how I can use my gifts at, at another level, um, in a different way, see if I can tweak some things and if I can get better at what I do. If you're stopping yourself from that, um, as I was in certain situations, then look at, look at those negative thoughts. Be your own investigator. Look at those negative thoughts that are holding you back. Um, the, the other thing is just having this sense of resiliency. I never gave myself credit for how hard I've worked, for um, being able to be knocked down and to keep on going. You know, um, you have to give your, you have to give yourself a badge. I, th I literally made a badge and said, I'm going to put resiliency on my chest because the Lord has helped me and seen me through some very hard circumstances and I've made it and I'm stronger and I'm smarter and I have more experience because of the things that I've been through. I want to I want to read to you from Hebrews 10. It says, so friends, and this is Hebrews 10, 19. This is the message version of the Bible. So friends, we can now without hesitation, walk right up to God into the holy place. Jesus has cleared the way by the blood of his sacrifice, acting as our priest before God. The curtain into God's presence is his body. So let's do it full of belief, confident that we're presentable inside and out. Let's keep a firm grip on the promises that keep us going. He always keeps his word. Let's see how inventive we can be in encouraging love and helping out, not avoiding worshiping together as some do, but spurring each other on, especially as we see the big day approaching. I love this passage in Hebrews 10. It's got all of the things that uh, I feel like these are our marching orders, you know, have the confidence when we go to God, knowing that he is with us, that he is 
for us, that he's in the details of our lives, that he, you know, has our back and our front and that he's leading us through life. And we can, we can say, you know what, because of who God is and because of the work that he has done in my life, I can have um, the resiliency that I need. I can try the um, new things. I can, um, you know, be at my best. I can operate at my best. I can um, walk away from situations or unhealthy things um, that aren't feeding me, that are muting me. I can do all of those things because of the love of Jesus Christ. And I can fully embrace my life and share the love of Jesus Christ with all of those um, people who are in my life. And I love that it also says worship. Now, so you all know that worship is my first love and my first passion. Do not forsake that time of worship, spending time with other believers, getting um, the truth of God's word and putting it in your heart and in your life and acting on the word of God. That's all the things that I get from Hebrews 10. And I want to read to you Philippians 4, 11 through 13. This is from the voice uh, version of the Bible. It says, I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances. I know how to survive in tight situations, and I know how to enjoy having plenty. In fact, I have learned how to face any circumstances, fed or hungry, with or without. I can be confident in any and every situation through the anointed one who is my power and strength. If this isn't the the you know the message of resiliency in the bible that you need i don't know what i can what i could share with you about resiliency that would be better than this you know what you have everything that you need you have um you have the smarts you have the wits you have the ability to um reach out to others to get biblical advice to get into your word and read the message uh, for yourself and put it into practice you have everything that you need to be resilient to make it through tough situations and to wear that badge on your chest to say yes the Lord has done a mighty work in my life and he is walking with me through every single situation that I face, that I have learned to, to happily and, and peacefully deal with all of the different situations that are thrown at me in life. That um, when things are going well, I have the peace that God has given me. And when things aren't going well. I have the peace that God has given me to make it even through um, those situations. The last scripture that I want to share with you is probably one of my favorites. I read Psalm, the 23rd Psalm so many times in my life and there's so many different situations. This is from the voice um, version of the Bible. It says, you spread out a table before me, provisions in the midst of attack from my enemies. You care for all my needs, anointing my head with soothing fragrant oil, 
filling my cup again and again with your grace. Certainly your faithful protection and loving provision will pursue me wherever I go, always, everywhere. I will always be with the eternal in your house forever. I read the 23rd Psalm to myself over and over and over again. It provides the comfort that I need to know that I can be my own self-investigator. I can look and I can say, you know what? There's some fear. There's some worry. There's some self-doubt there that um, I really want to deal with. Sometimes there are situations where um, you take those you, when you're your own self-investigator and you say, there's some, there's some strongholds in my mind. They're causing a box causing me to live in a box instead of living in the open and airy space that God has for me to live in. That, you know, there are some things that are holding me back from trying new things. There are some things that are holding me back um, of realizing how resilient I am, that I'm, I'm not walking away from situations and relationships that aren't healthy for me. And I'm not I'm, I'm not always at my, at, at the best. I'm not always performing at the best, the, you know, where I know that I can be. Well, um, sometimes we have to seek out, you know, a therapist and allow a therapist to help us walk through these situations, do whatever you need to do, do whatever you need to do um, to be able to er erase that I and that M that's there in front of the word possible, because the person that God has called you to be, the gifts and the graces that he's put inside of you, um, he put them there on purpose for a reason for you to be a strong and a healthy person, being all that you can be um, in this world, showing the love that he has shown you to every single person that comes into your path. You know, in, in this scripture in Psalm 23, it says, certainly his faithful protection and loving provision is always pursuing you. Always, everywhere you go. And if there are some, some um, negative thoughts and some lies that are standing between um, you understanding that and between um, you, you know, going out and doing and being all that God has called you to be, be your own self-investigator and see about the things that you need to do to um, remove that box remove the things that's holding you in, that remove the things that are muting you. I, I did three things um, after I investigated that I needed some help with, you know, my own self-confidence. I did three things. I listed all of the areas of my expertise and I owned all of those areas. I said, you know what? I have grown up in a family, a loving family with a mom and dad that taught me the word of God and that taught me how to read scripture and how to apply it to my life. And I owned that as an expertise. I am a board member of Love Ministries, which is a, the 501c3 um, that is, a, you know, this show is a program of Love Ministries. And I've taught um, children and, and women for years and years and years and years and years. And I've led worship um, in churches in all kinds of different settings and in all different 
types of churches in different cultures. And I listed that and I own those things as my expertise. I had the opportunity to try out to sing for Kirk Franklin and I um, made, uh, I was chosen from that tryout and sang um, with him for a season of my life and traveled around the world. And I wrote that down in my list and I own that as an expertise. Um, and I am a, um, a mom and a wife and that comes with so many different um, responsibilities and I meet those responsibilities head on and I succeed in that area of my life. And I succeed in, you know, starting um, ministry and ministries and, and starting this show. I put those down and I own those. Um, and I wear those as my badge of resiliency because when you are doing these things, you are making it through tough times and you're continuing to go, continuing to uh, push forward. And then the second thing is I stopped trying to hold myself to this ridiculous um, standard of perfection. You, you know, we can't get anything, everything right. And we don't know what perfection looks like anyway. Only Jesus um, Christ is uh, perfect. And so I don't, we don't, I don't know what it looks like for a human being to meet this uh, standard of perfection that so many of us have on ourselves. So I, I, I worked to drop that and I'm still working to drop that because that holds me in a box that holds my self-confidence back. And then the last thing that I just decided, you know what, if, if I feel like I I want to go for something and I want to try it and I want to see what happens. I go for it. Those three things I did. So now it's up to you. You be your own self investigator. Look inside your head and inside your heart. Are there things that are holding you in a box? Are there things that are holding your self confidence back? Look at those things and see what you need to do to get rid of those things so that you are owning your areas of expertise, that you aren't holding yourself to this ridiculous um, perfection, you know, this idea of perfection, whatever that is, and, and making sure that, that you are going for it. You know what? Um, I've had so much fun sharing with you uh, the things that are going on in my head and in my heart in this season of life, investigating my own self-confidence. And I hope that this was a blessing to you. I'm going to uh, share with you a little of the song that um, I uh, uh, did with my brother, Arlington Jones. The song is called Mighty God. I hope that it blesses your life. I'm Carla Nivens. I pray that you have a great week and I'll see you back here next week.